All the time in the world. Not really. It's getting late. Quit yawning. You scrub. Good. <laughs> Proud of you. I'm here. You're not going to be yawning when you're playing video games for the rest of your life. I might. Did you you like don't know that? that. Did you like that? I like that. Good transition. That's a good transition into this episode. Hey, welcome back to another Modern Thinking Show. Ayo. I'm Briar. I'm Jafufu. I'm Dalton. And we are going to. Uh, it's actually daddy, but yeah, go ahead. We're going to talk about video games. Well, yeah, we are. Because that's all we do is video games. PC Master Race. I'm calling it right now. PC Master Race. Versus peasant consoles. Peasant consoles. I literally both said, of you guys. I literally said that the other day, though. Like, said what? I, well, after I built my PC, I was only playing strictly on that. And then the other day, I played with my buddy Micah on Xbox. I was like, what is this peasantry? Oh, <laughs> like, Lord. Yeah. But no, yet, you still play with a controller. Hmm. Imagine that. Hmm. That's the beautiful thing about the hmm. Master Race. You can do whatever you want, baby. <laughs> it's the open world. Yeah, I was gonna say walled garden, but that didn't work. I don't know. I'm I'll forever be console until for some reason console just stops being console. Let's dive into that. Why? Why, Jafu? What entices Why? you for? That's literally my gaming? whole entire childhood. Like growing up, uh, my brothers had the the Nintendo. Uh, not even the Nintendo. They had the um, the b- 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 maybe the Sega. Damn. You were poor, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Exactly. I was saying that, but I was like, oh, Sega. Exactly. We had Sega. We were had pretty hyped for the Sonic movie Nintendo, coming out. Nintendo 64. Then we got bumped up to the Dreamcast. Shout out to Dreamcast. I love that thing. Dude, for real. I, I used to play, uh, what was Head it? Head of its time, man. Sonic the Hedgehog on that. Boy. Playing sports on that because you can have like a little memory thing that you can put into the controller and that was your screen and your plays would be on that screen and wouldn't be on the TV. So when he was playing against someone, they couldn't screen cheat. Uh, that's, it was beautiful. That's dude. cool. Well, you, that was where well, you could literally like download illegal games onto disc mm-hmm. and play with the Dreamcast. Dude, the like, Dreamcast was legit. Was legit. If you like breaking the law, that is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I completely missed the Dreamcast. And then from the Dreamcast, I had GameCube. And then PlayStation, PlayStation 2. And then after PlayStation 2, I remember this day, my brother lived in Arkansas. And he had just, he had the original Xbox. And he had gotten Call of Duty. And that's when my Call of Duty era started. I played that game. I was like, bruh. Did you play online or just? Just regular campaign. Didn't online didn't wasn't the, really even, or was that Call of Duty two when they actually released multiplayer? They didn't get I online was, until Xbox three sixty, right? No, you could do online. No, it was Halo two. That's when they launched it because that was like the big launching factor of Halo two is that you can play online. I remember playing on one of the one of the Call of Duties, and it was a PlayStation two. Now I know you could play online on the original Xbox, but it, like it wasn't well known. Like not many people did it because even back then, internet speeds was DSL. Right. You know but I mean? it was like, enough. Right, exactly. So it wasn't the fast paced. Right. 144 frames a second that you get on PC. <laughs> but I mean, where was PCs at then? Pong. Oh, whoa. No, they had Doom. They, they, had, had, all, they Doom. had all kinds of games. You had to install 15 discs for Doom. I don't know. I feel like console was ahead of the game, a PC, and then probably about after 2000. Probably 2010, PC just really just took off. Well, yeah, I think it's because PCs were always viewed as work and business machines. And that's even when, like, the peak of gaming. Like, when you thought of gaming, you're just like, 
you have you're no life, you know. Right. You just been at home playing video games. Now video video games is on EA. Like that's literally it's a sport now. So like video games in itself is huge. Yeah, it's the industry itself has blown up so much. And that's one of the reasons why I like this topic is because for me, I went back to console gaming, so I, I bounced back and forth. It was kind of like my whole Android iPhone situation. Right. Uh, I went back to consoles for a while and really stopped playing on PC was because the convenience. Like, boom, turn the controller on, turn the TV on, I'm in it. Right. And I think that's where consoles strive ahead of PC is just the convenience and that's it. You're literally only turning this thing on to play games with. Right. You don't have to deal with logins, mm-hmm. all the multiple logins that Dalton's upset about making. <laughs> I did have to create a lot. But after it was made, it wasn't that bad. But even like the boot up time on PCs can be ridiculous, I feel like. I oh, would for sure. strongly disagree with you there. Really? Oh, just because I've, I've been shown the light, baby. That's all I can say. <laughs> like coming from my Xbox One S, which is it's a great console game. And I've been gaming like my first experience if anything was uh, og nintendo yeah yeah and then it was arcades even like well kind of arcade there was a couple cabinets at a laundromat my grandpa and grandma used to go to it was like a laundromat connected to a convenience store and they would drink coffee as old people do and talk with their friends and my grandpa would give me a handful of quarters like all right go play uh galaga or go play uh the dirt bike game excite bike and oh, i remember that that was mm-hmm. fun Anyways, doing all that, and then had Super Nintendo, now Nintendo 64, PlayStation, Xbox 360, Xbox One, Xbox One S, and then I did Game Boy, and I did all that. But I don't know, my PC build that Briar helped me with that we planned literally for months. Dude, like, you can't beat the boot up time. Now, I don't have, a, I never had an X. I hear the Xs are amazing. X is pretty amazing. Like, my my experience with the load of time on consoles was changed the minute Xbox came out with uh, Rise, the video game. Oh, yeah. Where you can literally get out of the game, click back on the game, and just go back where you was. That was like, it. I mean, that, that was, was the literally Xbox One. Exactly. Like, you back in it. Because the Xbox 360, anytime you closed out of that, it was like, oh, it back up. start it back up. Exactly. Better yeah. save. So that changed everything for me. So, like, I mean, they have their times where, you know, you have to... You know, I have to close the game out, get back in it, yada, yada. But, like, for the most part, the load-up time on Xbox is ridiculous. Like, now, granted, if, if you're playing maybe a, a multiplayer game like PUBG or something like that, and you're not on an X, like an Xbox One X, you know, your, your load-up time might be a little bit slower. But if you put that game on an SD drive, I mean, that's... See, so that's done. one thing I noticed, too. I knew for a while that my PC would outperform my One X. Right. Granted, the processing power and the efficiency of the One X to be able to put out 4K at 60 FPS is nuts because a GPU to be able to do that costs about 12000 or not 12000 Jesus, $1,200 <laughs> right. on a PC. But again, I think a lot of that goes down to Microsoft's architecture that they're actually designing the games in. And there's a lot of stuff that is actually rendered server side and not necessarily on the Xbox itself. When PC, it's all rendered locally right, right. and then sent to the server. So for me, though, it's kind of depends on the type of person you are. It, like what kind of player does. you are. Definitely because does. with PC gaming, 
especially in the competitive space, PC gaming is where it's at. It is. Most competitive players play on PC. And the reason being is... The response time. Response time. No aim assist. Like, it strips away some of the advantages of being on a console with a controller Mm -hmm. and gets back to just pure skill. Right. And being able to... Like, everybody's on a level playing field. Not saying that console isn't on a level playing field, but... I mean, if you did a side-by-side comparison of mouse and keyboard versus a controller, the dexterity on a controller in some cases is better, but in most cases isn't because you don't have that control. You know another thing too? I know you guys give me a hard time for playing shooters on PC with my with my controller, but I play I play with elevated sticks too. So I have more dexterity. I have more range of motion than just regular controllers. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing like that gosh for years now because i am mainly an fps guy right well for example you see me play apex on the xbox one i do terrible at it because i get such screen lag when i get in like any kind of fights any type of fights how many victories have i gotten since i switched over to a lot PC? like a lot and i've actually won games too which has shocked me granted it took me a little bit to get back to using a mouse and keyboard because for a while that's all i used other than a controller dude my extent of mouse and keyboard is minecraft nice literally bro when are you gonna go competitive right <laughs> like i can remember we would have land parties for minecraft and like dude we had land parties with halo 2 back in the day dude. where we had to use ethernet cables uh-huh. oh yeah straight up Every, i think one xbox had like a wi-fi controller but he still didn't use it because we wouldn't be able to just too much hassle this is a side note talking about the aid uh technology I didn't have, I had an Xbox 360 that didn't have the Wi-Fi adapter. And my, I wouldn't, my parents wouldn't buy me a Wi-Fi adapter because they were like 60 bucks. Yeah. So I was reliant mm-hmm. on Ethernet. Well, the only HDTV in the house was in the living room, nowhere near the router mm-hmm. at all. So my workaround was I would get my laptop and bridge that connection, use the Wi-Fi router on my laptop or the Wi-Fi card and create a bridge network and plug my Xbox into it and it would bypass the internet to my Xbox in the living room. That's pretty impressive. How old were you? Uh, I was 14. That's pretty cool. 13 or 14. That's wild. But I was just like, "Uh, bridge connection, what is this? And it said share connection between this with another ethernet. And so I was like, this might work with my Xbox. Worked just fine. So I I could sit in the living room and you just see all my cables everywhere. (laughs) Looked up to the TV, but I was playing Halo. I was all about it, man. Halo was the prime example of consoles victory like i agree halo 2 and halo 3 halo 3 more so than halo 2 but halo 2 because of the carbine or carbine however you want to pronounce it oh no it's and about the, the br needlers. life baby the br life yes you can't beat halo 2 br oh you my can't. gosh so it's good. gorgeous and then when they brought it in the dmr they kind of ruined it like, oh no i wrecked with the dmr i hated the dmr i loved it man like, playing swat with the dmr Ugh. oh swat was my baby boy mm-hmm. so i was so good headshots every day. that's what i want to dive into where consoles outpace pc the community uh xbox live established the it, social playing field you're right agree. but i also think it comes upon like what game like you gotta realize pc has the oldest games with the biggest communities oh you're right wow uh uh what's the other one oh uh, well League of uh, Legends, Counter Strike, yeah, Counter Strike. Like, literally, these these games have been out for <laughs> years, and they still have a huge fan base. Whereas consoles, you know, you have Rainbow Six Siege, but even then, the more competitive players play on PC on Rainbow Six Siege, 
And then you got... I think it comes down to a convenience thing. Xbox Live was so convenient because it was literally like, right. start a party. Oh, my friend's online. Bang. Exactly. Right. With PC, yes, there's a lot of in-chat or in-game chat stuff, but there's not a lot of in-game party chat. Yeah, it didn't So come. you have to go through Discord or TeamSpeak. And that or, was just recent that Discord and all that stuff came out. Yeah, Discord kind of helped exactly. level the field. And Discord's really great because there's actual full-blown communities. Like, exactly. it reminds me of the old school chat rooms where mm. you could just go in and start having a conversation with somebody. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because that's what it is. You can create your own community Discord. People can join and just have conversations, talk, right. voice, not yep. necessarily just video or through text. Um, it's it's getting interesting. I think, I hope VR takes off because at that point, Sony's trying to do it with the PlayStation VR, but it's still very limited to what the console can actually push as far as PC. Theoretically, the advancements are endless mm -hmm. because you can have, there's so many different components that can boost performance yeah. that you can just swap in. So, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I can add another 16 gigs of RAM, I can change out my graphics card. Like years down the line, you could just yeah. swap your graphics card and boom, you're back on top. Yeah, and that's and here's another. Cool but the thing. same thing, like how much are you spending for that graphic card? You're same right. as much as we'd be buying for the new console. Arguably, probably a little bit more, depending on the graphics card you yeah, go with. Exactly. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing, though, and that's not going to be too much of a factor here much longer because. You look at Google for one, they're coming off a gaming platform where yeah. you just get a controller, you can play it wherever. Right. And more importantly, I mean, Google's, I'm kind of excited about Google. I'm more excited for Microsoft and what they're coming out with. Do they're the Xbox literally, play anywhere? They're literally coming out the same thing, but with Xbox. Yeah. Where you can play any Xbox game on the Switch. That's another thing. They're like, yeah, we can play cross platform Switch. Who cares? The Xbox, I love Xbox Forefront, and who cares? As far, it's all about promoting the gamers. It's not promoting our brand or company. Right. Yep. And so they were some of the biggest ones to start pushing cross-platform play. Right. Yeah. Like, and not to mention, Microsoft's got an edge because, I get it, Microsoft Edge. <laughs> They've got an advantage because Microsoft and Xbox are the same company. Right. So they literally have the entire PC space, yep. and now they're starting to meld together right. both the it's not globally, the Xbox is not bigger than PlayStation, but we'll say just respectively. PC is bigger. Right. You have 100%. the PC whole column, but then you take the three big hitters for consoles, Xbox, Nintendo, and Sony. And you, I would argue that Xbox is about 35% of that market share and you're just melding that together with this PC master race. Right. Right. And then you can literally, there's an Xbox app on the pc you just download you can start a party there anytime we're playing i'm usually sitting at my pc using this microphone whenever mm -hmm. we're doing xbox because i can just load up the xbox app jump in the party there then i can use my pc hardware right to talk to you have better mics have better audio with my headset like exactly just an overall better experience and it's so cool i love and, that and, and that's not to mention you you mentioned earlier about yeah, you may it may cost extra to get more RAM. It may cost extra to get a better graphics card. But here's the beautiful thing about a PC versus console. That PC, it doesn't just when I upgrade the specs, it's not just for gaming. It's mm -hmm. for video editing. It's for, for photo editing. It's for music creation. Like it's right. literally a one stop drop. Where I could buy a MacBook at twelve hundred bucks to do that, and Good have. <laughs> 
and I, and I have done that. I, I have a MacBook right now, but technically I could sell that and gaming, editorial, everything is right there behind me now. All right. So that is a cheaper cost than to buy a console. When it comes to cost to value, yeah. that's where the PCs drop significantly in cost because they their value increases so much right. because of their versatility. Now, granted, that could change. The Xbox could open up to become basically a computer. I mean, it already it, is, essentially. Like, you can already search the web. There's a there. real thin line you know between mean? the Xbox being a, a and computer it's and the a void com- warranty <laughs> sticker. Because literally, once you once that's taken off, Xbox or Xbox and Microsoft's like, uh, that's nope, we don't service that anymore. But I've, I was reading an article before we did this, and I mean, honestly, I don't know if they're going to make any more consoles. That's not the future of gaming. The future no. of gaming is all on servers, and you just log in on your phone, your Switch, your computer, your rather MacBook. Than, that's the whole point of Google's Project Stadia, is rather than you drop $1,800 on a PC or $500 on a console, use the existing hardware you have and let us handle the workload. You just have to have an internet connection. It kind of goes back to the subscription thing, which mm-hmm. I think that's probably what they're going to go for. I would much rather pay 50 bucks a month to play a number of library games versus paying 65 bucks to whatever game. You know what I'm saying? It, and it could be a flop. Yeah, exactly. Because goodness gracious, like I'm very thankful for Micah because he's like, he shares, we share our Xboxes. So I get his games, he gets my games. Hello, like, this is Phil Spencer. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, he said it was okay. Okay, um, but for example, um, the Division Two, it's a fun game. I love playing it, but I've only played it a total of three hours. That would have been sixty-five bucks wasted. Where I can pay. Well, for example, I'm part of the Origin Access. I can download all their games, which I have. I played Star Wars for like an hour or two. I realize I'm not a big fan of it. I just delete it. And that can redownload another game. Yep. Instead of wasting sixty five bucks, think for GameStop, like, oh, we we'll give you a penny for that. Right. Essentially. Yeah. And that's so. another thing too is like, or worse, you buy it digitally, and you can't return and it, and then there's no return. Right. Which actually, I uh, I do like some um, big digital distribution companies for this kind of for games and stuff are actually starting to implement a return policy. I was about to say, Xbox. Steam is about to start doing that, Xbox where you have. One. It said you had, I think, within two hours. A game time or three days, whichever one came close. Like, granted, that's not the greatest thing because a lot of games don't start flexing their muscles until well past the two hour mark. Right. But that's enough for you to a lot of people to decide whether nah, I'm not going to get into this or I'm hyped. I'm going to keep it. Right. So that's it's cool seeing that you see brick and mortar mentality shift to the digital space. Right. Um. I don't know. It's crazy. And you brought up, Dalton, the the future of gaming. You said it was mobile phones. I, I think so, man. Mobile I mean, phones and VR, like Jafufu said. But even then, like, what is mobile phones going to be like in the next couple of years? We don't know. That's the thing. It's like, if we know it won't fold. <laughs> but with Project Stadia, Google's Project Stadia, well, who's to say Xbox won't do something with Xbox Play anywhere? I mean, yeah. it to their mobile. next console, the next Xbox S, is all digital. And when I say mobile, it doesn't mean just cell phones. It also means iPads. Right. iPads, tablets. Think about how many times we have literally played PUBG. We spent hours playing PUBG Mobile. No, that was before you joined Jafu. That was a that was a fun time. Yeah. We would we would literally 
on days that were super slow, we would just all break down our phones or iPads and just go ham on PUBG Mobile. We yeah, we would get like we would win. It was so eighty percent of our games. Yeah, because we were squatted up, no one else was, and we could just talk to each other right there and be at it. And what was crazy is how intuitive it's getting. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's like I'm. I would argue I'm better at PUBG Mobile than I am on console or PC. I think that's just because the fan base isn't as large. I would, yeah, you're right. But for me, it's easier to aim, and it feels like I'm like, yeah, with I play on an iPad, and I've got that screen real estate. I have my fingers aren't in the way, mm-hmm. and you can move those buttons to wherever your dexterity yeah, is, yeah. and exactly. customize the UI how you want. Well, think about it. I played the other day on my lunch break. It took I I was literally at work on my lunch. Took thirty minutes out of my lunch and played. Got a chicken dinner. Got like nineteen kills. Yeah. Um, granted, like I said, it's probably not as competitive on mobile. But here's the thing: it's the convenience of it. Yeah. One hundred percent. Instead of bringing my Xbox or my PC to work, I'm like, yeah, pull up my iPad and play a quick game real quick. That's the only downside to PC gaming is the convenience thing. Now, granted. They've made leaps and bounds with gaming laptops, and some of them are actually getting thinner. You're not carrying right. around a brick. Right, right. <laughs> what that has like, but some of them are getting. <laughs> granted, they're still bricks. Like there's two I know of that you literally have to have two, uh, power bricks mm-hmm. to power the thing. Because but it has a desk, desktop grade GPU in it. But that's where Google, Microsoft, and all of them are like, hey, as long as you have an internet connection, you. So sign do you in. think that's going to kill off high end graphics cards? No, I don't think so. I guess it wouldn't necessarily for single player games, but even then, you could play single player games server based. I guess current it in the in the far future maybe uh, high end graphics cards on the consumer level. It depends on how maybe. they it depends how they use it. Because right. for example, Shadow they are already doing this, but your PCs in their servers like so. Shadow, it's a subscription. You pay 30 bucks a month and you have access to a, a PC, full-fledged Windows. It's But here's the cool thing. It's all somewhere in a server room somewhere. Yep. You just log into it. You can play any games on your phone. You can play on your... You can't play on your Xbox. Play on your Mac. What's and, nice about that service, too, is you own the games. Yeah. So you buy it. You decide, you know what? I don't want to pay 30 bucks a month. And you build your own PC. Well, they're there. You're already there. You're not renting a library from somebody. And see, they update their their components in their servers. So, like, I think right now they're rocking 12 gigs right. um, of RAM and so forth, but they're going to keep upgrading their graphics cards. Now, if Microsoft does it, they may make it like, hey, we run off whatever system that you have. So it's optimized, which is a lot harder to do. On the PC space, because there's a billion components right. <laughs> versus exactly. consoles where it's one platform. That's it. Everybody knows the same hardware. But you see what I'm saying? They may make it to where like, oh, like kind of like when you plug in a monitor, it detects what's the best settings. Right. So maybe like you log in from your Microsoft account to play Call of Duty on your your phone or whatever. It may say, hey, okay, you're running on a 5.5 inch screen. We determine it's best to play at this they, you know what I'm saying? They could do something like that. It's, it's going to be a lot harder to do, but or they could do what Shadow's doing and just make it like, no, we're putting all of our Xboxes in a, a data farm now. Basically. this That's what's kind of scary about Project Stadia. So you have Shadow, a company that's already doing what they're do, they plan on doing with, let's say, 
local, let's say in the United States, we'll say 20 server farms. Mm -hmm. But then you have Google. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Google, Google's infrastructure over the last two decades. Well, backing this gaming platform. Well, there's nothing about like, Google. Talk about latency, because that's a big thing about those online streamings is latency. They're not that bad, though. That's the thing. Remember that Linus does a video over it, and he's like, it's not that bad. Right. It's not. Like, he goes along, what is it, 12 megabytes? That's all you need? Yeah. Well, yeah. No, theirs is 25. Shadows is 25. Google's, they recommend 12, right? Yeah. And I think a lot of that is because Google has more infrastructure. Infrastructure. And well, that's another thing, too. Like, everyone knows that there's a data farm here in Oklahoma and prior. Where's Oklahoma? In the smack dad middle of America. They're adding more stuff to that Google, that Google plan. I think, I wonder if that's because they're preparing for that. Probably. I mean, it's not like people, there's more people searching. I mean, you got to think, and your grandparents are maybe getting into that technology, and your kids are going to be a few years out before they start getting into right. it. So it's not like more people are searching. I think they're, they're ramping up for this new era of gaming. And I'm looking forward to E3 this year. Dude, E3, I am pretty pumped. E3 last year was doo-doo. I feel like E3 in general in the next couple of years isn't going to be as breathtaking as we think it will be. It'll probably be five years tops where they come out something evolutionary. Think well, about this. Microsoft is, though. They're announcing that stuff this year. And think about this. I don't know. Imagine you're watching a tech demo of a new game and they're like you can play it now with project stadia yeah and you log in and you literally jump right into that game they don't have to worry about distribution they don't have to worry about any of that think of how much faster triple a titles will come out and actually be good <clears throat> like people are writing these games for one universal platform that's wild right because right? that's what google was talking about you could be watching a trailer of a video game on youtube and if you're subscribed to Stadia, they want you to be able to hit play now and jump exactly to that point where that character is in that trailer and start playing. Yep. It's it's it, the features. That sounds cheesy. The future is now. It's what? <laughs> it, it is. Like Microsoft literally is like after they announce that stuff. Like last year, Microsoft was like, we have some exciting stuff that we can't wait to announce. Yeah. And this year they're announcing it. That's when they're announcing their Xbox Play Anywhere. I hope we're finally to the point where we're done with microtransactions and we're moving towards a subscription base. Yes. Probably. Because look at Apple. Way out of right field, they're releasing a subscription place, subscription-based gaming platform for their phones and iPads, Apple TV, and everything like that. Right. Again, it's the same technology. I think that's the direction we're going. And I think to the point where it's not going to matter the hardware you have, you're still going to be able to have the same experience that everybody else does, mm -hmm. as long as you've got a decent internet connection. So in conclusion, we're thinking it's going to be ending up to be Google versus Microsoft. I don't know, man. I think that's going to be the I next hope race. Microsoft has enough power behind it, but you got to remember Microsoft, which Google is too, but Microsoft isn't just a gaming company. If Microsoft mm -hmm. ends up leaving Sony in the dust, Sony's going to start helping Microsoft. Think about, well, real quick, think about, too, Nintendo stepping up their game. The Switch is one of the best-selling consoles right now. Honestly, the Switch is already doing that in Japan. Exactly. You can play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Is that the newest uh, one? Uh, Odyssey, yes, is the newest you can, one. If you're in Japan, you, can, it's, you can't play that on the Switch, per se, like, based off its hardware. But if you're in Japan, they have the highest-speed internet capable almost anywhere. You can stream it to your Switch and play it. 
Yep. So they're already doing it. It's already, it's already, it's what I'm saying. The future is now. It's, it's just, it's, it hasn't made it way here. Future. Right. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, it's here. I'm excited, dude. I'm like, excited. Like I said, I don't, I don't, so I'm tired of paying 65 bucks a pot for a game. I mean, I'm tired of Micah paying 65 bucks <laughs> a pot for a game for me to play it when I could just pay, bam, 50 bucks a month, 14 bucks or a month. Or even think about this. What if they push a yearly? There's a couple of subscription services where you can pay a yearly price. Yeah, or things like that. And then that. you don't have to worry about a monthly subscription. I think it's going to come down to every house is going to have a room that's literally connected to the world. Like the Oasis, you go in and it's going to have all the transactions within that world. That's going to get sweaty real quick. Boy. <laughs> You've yeah. been in the vibe, both of you have, and you know how sweaty it gets under there. Right. They're going to have to install some air conditioning that's just like, firing on your face. Look at all the movies that's already came out. With the Oasis, then you had uh, uh, Ready Player. Uh, that's Ready, same, that's same Ready movie. Player One, and then you had Player. Gamer. Gamer, that's it. With Gamer was Jerome another Butler. big oh, one. Oh, I remember that. Like they've they've already predicting this stuff. They've already got machines built to do this stuff now. Right. The real question is, have the Simpsons predicted it? Probably. Yes. Throwback to another podcast you should go check out. Did the Simpsons predict the future? Hmm. They did. Anyway. Let us know what you guys think. Are you a PC gamer? Are you console? Or are you just along for the ride to see what happens? We appreciate you. We love you. Give us our feedback. You guys are great. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. Bye.